Dateline. Not too sure. It's a little chilly out, so let's say around April. That king among Klingons, Captain Drac, has called an emergency meeting on the bridge. I hope nothing bad has happened. Which one of you is responsible for this atrocity? <clears throat> I share in the sentiment of shock shown by my sexy shipmates. Your battleth, it's been completely filed down. Why, it's smoother than my famously smooth chest hair. Why would any of us want to deblade your butter knife, Drac? That is what I intend to find out. Mr. Drac, there's a simple solution to determining the identity of the culprit. The USS Tapon's radio program has surveillance equipment installed in every room, monitoring it You're all- You're recording us in our quarters? We simply must peruse the footage of your quarters, and the person responsible will be revealed. Computer, play back the footage from Drac's room overnight. Seriously, no one cares? The Tao Shiar don't even watch us sleep. Okay, I guess, but I'm not making any promises I'll find it. Okay, I got it. The sky may be night, but not as nightly as my height. Hmm. Is nightly a word? Computer, fast forward. Nightly height? Look, there, Drac. There's our perp. I'll bet it's that Patak Tivan. The next time I see him, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Easy there, tiger. Shh. They're much too small and weedy looking to be Tavan. Computer, enhance the image. A little more. <gasps> Dross? Dross, how could you have done this to me? After everything we've been through together. With all due respect, sir, blow it out your ear hole. <gasps> wow, I never expected that. He's turning into a real rebel without a Dross. <laughs> They promised me I'd never see the inside of a cell again, yet here I am. Good thing it's Dross behind bars this time and not yours truly. I hope he has a decent lawyer. I don't like putting your boy in the brig any more than you do, Dee. But the kid's done wrong and actions have got to have consequences. Do you really think that imprisonment is a solution? Would it not make more sense to find the root cause of the infractions and work on rehabilitation from there? Gee, Drac, that was surprisingly eloquent. Huh? Oh, I was just reading that sign. How does that sound, Dross? You tell us what made you go loopy, and we'll help you get back on the straight and narrow. I'm not saying anything to you, Squares. Squares? Now listen here, you jumped-up little snot weasel. You will show respect when talking to your mother, young man. Drac, I'm not Dross's mother. Did you think I was Dross's mother? We're nearly the same age. We're different species. I'm a warrior, not a biologist. You drips are just too uncool for me now. I've moved on and found a new crew. Where'd you get those sunglasses from? Why is our baseball cap at such an impractical angle? My new pals, two of five and six of nine, gave them to me. Oh no, I should have known. In the briefing room, Kathy keeps the crew abreast of what's going on. <laughs> abreast. Two of five and six of nine, formerly of the Borg Collective. Currently of the Berg Collective. Looks like they found their way to our little neck of the woods. I raise my hand signaling I have some questions. What's a Berg? Why have I, the greatest adventurer the world has ever known, never heard of them? Are they more machine than man? Is Bergdom what awaits all sentient beings? I feel the need to lie down. They're not in the Collective anymore, so they can't assimilate people the way they used to. They have to rely on peer pressure, convincing the person to join them willingly. I've heard tales of a time they convinced some Jem'Hadar that Sherbert was Ketracel White. A bunch of real bad dudes then we should all allow Dross to make his own choice in this matter. If he wishes to be a member of the Berg, it is not our place to dissuade him. 
I don't think Drac would agree with you on this one, Tapan. Those Berg are bad news, through and through. Besides, if Drauss leaves, who's going to pilot the ship? Not it. While I disagree with this course of action, I will do my best to assist. Thank you, Tapan. If we let Dross out of the brig, chances are he'll meet up with these Berg at some point. I say we kit Dross out with a little present for them. A bomb? Using Dross as a weapon does seem against regulation. Ah, but what the hell? Whatever you say, Captain. What? No! I meant we'd send him out there with a communicator so we can listen in to what they're planning. Uh, right, of course. I knew that. Bombs are what I call communicators. As in, that message was the bomb. Nice safe crash, looks like they bought it. Did someone mention a bomb? I was just practicing my lunges in the corner, but if we're unleashing another torrent of death, I'm in. Mo Latinum has refused to allow any more torrents of death this fiscal quarter, as he is currently experiencing financial concerns regarding parking fines. He would prefer that we find a non-violent solution to this problem. Fine. But next time a problem can be solved with explosions, we're doing that. Okay, Tapan, no violence. Maybe there's a way we can convince Dross not to be all pally with those hoods. Hopefully we'll get some helpful information out of them. Okay, Tavon, let Dross out of the brig. Thank you, Kathy. Truly. I only hope you aren't planning on putting his life in danger by sending him out to meet the Berg alone. Or anything silly like that. Sure, right. End transmission. Nobody says a word to Tavon about using Dross to secretly record the Berg, alright? Kathy, you never closed the transmission. You just said... End transmission. I heard all of that. Oh, God damn it! What a difference a day makes. Hmm? Dross thinks he's still in a shuttle from the bay. I can't believe they left the keys in the ignition. He doesn't realize they were left there on purpose. Won't he feel silly? While he's on his way to meet his new friends, let's check in on Hotin and Tivan in the ship's financial office. Carry the two, add six. Tivan. You took math at the Cardassian Weather Academy, right? Oh, I certainly did. Did you know that math is actually very important for predicting the weather? You see, you have to calculate the curvature of the planet to a degree oh, Sure, of- that's fascinating, Nerdlinger. Come over here and take a look at these parking fines. There's something very strange going on. Hmm, carry the two at six. No, that can't be right. No, math never lies. We owe 12.7 billion bars of gold-pressed latinum. 12.7 billion? How is that even possible? Perhaps it has something to do with Drax's temporal machine he used for his workout. That was a whole thing. You missed it when you were on vacation. That was Season 1, Episode 3, True Believers. I'd been kidnapped. The parking meter we had installed on the ship must have been affected. Its internal chronometer looks like it was catapulted to the end of time as we know it, then kept going until it reached our current time. Wow, that is so interesting. What? On the bright side, at least now we know time is a circle. I'd always assumed time was more like a cube. Oh, you learn something new every day. A billion years worth of parking fines. I should have stayed with the Romulans. So then we said to him, Resistance is futile, and pushed him into a bed of roses. Ha ha ha. Good one. We too hate dorks. We require a fresh light for our space cigarette. Here we are. Psych. We have lit our hair on fire. Ha ha ha. You bastard. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Now enough of our signature tomfoolery. The one called Dross will be arriving shortly. 
What's up, fellas? It's me, Dross. Remember? Dross? What is up, our main man? I just stole a shuttle. Is that cool? Hey, remember that listening device Kathy put on Dross? She's using it, guys. She's using it. Oh, I'm so excited. I hope it's set to one-way communications. Nifty, sweet, and keen. The communicator we stashed in Dross's pocket is working just fine. I've never seen a more disgusting pair in my entire life. To gaze upon them is to gaze upon evil itself. Hatred is too tame a word for what I feel at this moment. What's that, Crash? We don't have visual on the bird. The bird? I was talking about these pears. They've been left in the bowl for days. They've gone all brown and fuzzy. I did what you asked me to. I blunted Drax Batlith and I tampered with the power supplies to all the phasers. It was such a great prank. So now their vessel is utterly defenseless. Yeah, I guess so. Good thing nobody is planning on attacking, huh, guys? Crash, be a peach and go check on the phasers, would you? I hold a rotten pear in my hand, wishing that this were a peach, so I could have made a comment on your previous statement. On my way, your majesty. Watch it, Crash, you bumped into me. I nearly pushed the talk button on the communicate. Uh, oh, not again! What is that voice coming from within your clothing, Dross? Six of nine, we fear we have been made. Jesus. Guys, wait, wait! I filled Hoteen's locker with shaving cream, too! I'm cool, I'm cool! I hate you, Mom. I mean, Kathy. I wish I'd never been born, then grown up to be an adult and joined a ship and met you. You come back to this ship and talk to us, young man. I'm 35! <laughs> wow, what a baby, am I right? I sure hope Hoteen isn't being such a big wiener. Let's check in on him, shall we? No, Hoteen! H-O-T! Ah, no! I hate these stupid automated machines. Just put me through to someone. Hello. You are in a queue. You are currently number 715 in the queue. We thank you for your patience. Oh, no, you don't. I can see you, you bald asshole. It's a video screen. You're speaking to me now. Bald? Sir, how dare you? Just for that, I'm adding an insult charge to your latest bill. Good luck, buddy. You don't even know who I am. Who are you going to charge it to, huh? Hmm, Hoteen, isn't it? It might be. The charge has been added to your personal account. Good day, Mr. Hoteen. No, don't you hang up on me. If Mo Latinum wasn't away buying light bulbs, I wouldn't even be dealing with this mess. If only there was someone on the ship who could hack into the Ferengi traffic bureau files and delete our records. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ship... Ooh, my ears are burning. We should leave them to their exciting parking ticket adventures. Dross is back on board, so let's check back in with our other friends on the ship. Perhaps one of them will make a funny joke. I've made a few funny jokes. I could give them a pointer or two. Dross! I command you to be less rebellious, or I'll give you something to rebel against. I don't think that's buttering the kid up any, Drac. Let me take a shot at it. The key to reasoning is patience. Dross, we just want to help you get your head on straight. What's got you all up in a tizzy? Dross, you spindly little goblin! Hey guys, yeah, I think I got some information or whatever that might help. What's the deets, computer? So, like, Dross is from Ital, yeah? Italians have this, uh, weird thing where they have four puberties or something. Oh, 
That explains why I've been listening to so much Dashboard Confessional. Interesting. Yes, hello, I am Tapon of the USS Tapon's radio program. I am also in the room. I was standing quietly to the side. Four puberties? You're sitting here talking all wacky. Give it to us plain. I didn't think I was getting it so soon. You bunch of loser-ass nerds! Sorry. I'm sorry you dorks don't understand biology! I really am sorry. You know what? This is too weird. I'm going to my quarters to bench press my sink. My species goes through puberty again every decade or so. That's probably why I've been acting so argumentative. And I've been finding weird hair in places there wasn't any before. Such as on your... Eyeballs and tongue, yes. That's what this has all been about? You weren't taken in by the Berg. You were just being a double teenager? Just started the third one, actually. Dross, as your commanding officer, I order you to go to your room and listen to Joy Division's Unknown Pleasures, upload some entries to spacelivejournal.com, and read a copy of Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. We're fast-tracking this puberty. I expect you fit and ready for work tomorrow morning. Yes, sir. I... I clutched my chest, breathing heavily. I finished checking every room on the ship for phasers. Well, I couldn't find any anywhere but in the weapons room. Crash, that's not what I asked you to do. You were meant to check if the phasers were functional. Well, it's good to know where they are either way, hey? While Dross fast-forwards through puberty, wish we could all do that, let's rejoin Tavan and Hotin as they hack the mainframe. I'm just saying I think I'd make a good addition to the talk pack. I can be very unruly when I want to be. We've been through this a thousand times. I don't need a new co-host. I've been practicing my howl. Uh-huh. Never do that in my presence again. Have you gotten into the Traffic Bureau servers yet? I'm trying. There's a dot matrix far-flung server that's blocking my ATV connection to the GUI. I'll try rerouting the bonded ions using an enlarged cathode disruption, and I'm in. That was very impressive. What did all that mean? Nothing. I just guessed the password. It was Money Rule 69. With a Z. But what about capitalization? I counted on that. Both M and R. Those tricky bastards. My word, these folders are so unorganized. <laughs> a 5,000 terabyte C drive. What is this, 2340? Hurry up! Okay, keep your shoulder pads on. Aha, here we are. Name of vessel, the Dupont's radio program. Length of time spent with Ferengi Traffic Bureau parking meter, 8.6 billion years. Total cost, 12.7 billion bars of latinum. Hmm, I see, I see. Wait a moment. What is it? Are we all going to die horribly? Look here, at the name of the ship. The Dupont's radio program. They've spelled it with one M. This isn't the Tapons radio program. It's the Tapons radio program. With an E. Those big-eared halfwits will be stuck in a bureaucratic nightmare trying to sort that out. We're in the clear. Essentially, we didn't need to do any of this. Our mission was entirely inconsequential. Huh. Well, since you're already in the system, you could maybe mess around a little in there. I'm way ahead of you. We're now logged into the Ferengi. Farting Bureau. <laughs> hmm. Maybe there is a place in the Targ Pack for you after all. Captain Kathy, good old CC, 
I sure hope she doesn't mind me calling her that, has gathered the crew on the bridge for an emergency meeting about the Berg. Here's the sitch, gents. Dross's pals, two of five and six of nine, have got their eyes on us now, so we need to be prepared for whatever comes our way. The Berg? What in the name of my grandmother's salty brow are you talking about? The Berg, Drac. The Borg, who are trying to assimilate Dross. Have you not been paying attention for the last two days? I thought this meeting was about it being Devon's birthday. I'm a warrior, dammit. I'm not paid to pay attention. I'm nearly finished rehoning the edge of your blade, sir. Thank you, Dross. Technically, you are not paid for anything. Well, as I was saying, the Berg are likely to come back and try different tactics to get Dross. Or perhaps all of us. What is up, soon-to-be-deceased losers? Look out, Tupon! It's a robot! We have deliberated together and considered our next course of action, you dingbats. We challenge you to a duel. A duel! Finally, a chance to murder a robot. That one's been on the bucket list for a while. Not so fast there, Cupcake. This is a duel of words. We challenge you to an insult fight. We apologize. Sometimes two of five get stuck. We challenge you to an insult fight. If you lose, you will be assimilated. If we lose, we will leave the sector for good. We accept your challenge. We shall begin by insulting the blue man. He is so blue that oftentimes he is mistaken for the sky. I try to hold back the tears. Stay strong, Crash, for your crew. Your body is so covered in electronics that you look like a, uh, back of a hardware store. Oh, Oh, shit! You son of a bitch. How dare you talk about our electronics in that manner? We will move on to our next victim, our former comrade, Dross. Dross is so skinny. When we were in his presence, we worried he would float away. You asshole, six of nine. You told me I had a swimmer's build. The burg is so dumb, they all smell like an idiot. The only thing we smell of is being cool. Unlike you, who is uncool, Drac, we recognize your name from our files. It is a file listing people who are bad at battle. There are only two people in the universe I've ever let speak to me like that. One was my mother, and the other is me. Neither have ever gotten a second chance. Everyone else, shut your ears, because I'm about to lay a Klingon insult smackdown on these guys. Okay, alright, here it comes. Get ready for the Drac attack! I'm on a turn! Okay, okay, insults. Hmm, thinking of an insult. Not searching my databases for famous insults. Nope, getting this right off the top of my head. Hmm, okay, thinking, thinking. Oh, I got one! I may be drunk, but tomorrow you'll still be ugly. We believe that indicates we are the victors here. Never even got a chance. We will accept your assimilation immediately. Please follow us to your new home. We will have to rid the galaxy of the slain watch ship to make way for cooler, more cubular vessels. The USS Tapon's radio program is poorly organized and their radio broadcast is mediocre at best. I wish to interject momentarily. Would you please elaborate? We listened to your show, and there were no rad tunes. You play music that only old people would enjoy, and not young bucks such as us. I see. It occurs to me, to Pawn, that I was not offered the opportunity to participate. Kathy, Drac, everyone, would you please vacate the bridge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
computer. Play me a sick beat. What do you think he's doing in there? I try to peer through the gap in the door, only to find there is no gap. Curse these impeccably designed ships. My kingdom for some x-ray glasses. Dross, fetch me a pair of x-ray glasses. I'll do my best, sir. See if you can find me some cashew nuts while you're at it. We're sorry, Mr. Tapon. We promise we'll leave you alone. Yes, we promise we won't assimilate you, Mr. Tapon, sir. Please leave the sector of space immediately. Right away, Mr. Tapon, sir. We're sorry again. Oh my god, Tapon, what did you say to them? I am not proud of what I said and do not wish to go into any further description. Suffice it to say, we are now safe. Tapon, you are a true warrior. I feel new emotions toward the Vulcan that I have trouble articulating. Perhaps I shall make a new word to describe them. Prospect. Tapon, I prospect you. <sighs> Tapon and I did it. We solved the case of the parking fines. Huh? What? Nobody cares, Froyo. Tapon's the hero of this week's adventure. Tapon! 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 Oh, come on! Oh, and there you have it, friends. Those crazy kids are back at it with their high-octane action once again. And like always, they left me out of all the fun. Uh, what does a guy have to do to get noticed around here? All I really want is the chance to join in on a rap battle or help Drac win a soapbox derby or whatever they're doing this week. Oh well, maybe next time on Tapan's Theater on Subspace. Thank you for listening to Tapan's Theater on Subspace. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever you're listening to this on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tapan on Subspace or visit us at ttos.cool. Today's episode is written by David Spivey. Episode art by David Axewizard Booth. Episode edited by Matthew Tusseroni with music by Vitizen. Announcer was voiced by James O'Fallon. Tapon was voiced by Jeff Rowich. Kathy and the Ship's computer were voiced by Poppy Jenkins. Drac was voiced by Matthew Tusseroni. Dross was voiced by Paul Turner. And Hoteen was voiced by Rich Masters. Special guest voices this episode include Ferengi as voiced by Sean Dupree, Two of Five as voiced by Jason Whitcomb, and Six of Nine as voiced by Stephanie Turner. Full individual social media links are in the description. (laughs) 